On this week's episode, we talk about the Battle of the Max, NBA Finals, the surging Blue Jays, Team Canada goes on strike, and the Live Tour gets its list of committed players. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19, season two of Points of Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For our viewers on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our channel by clicking the little uh, PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner of the video. It's right about here. Yeah, you can do it. No matter how you follow us, uh, give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. Once again, my name is Josh. With me, my super awesome co-host, Kevin, Jesse, and Peter. <laughs> Kev, you know I love starting with you, buddy. What'd you drinking tonight? I got myself a Collingwood Whites Bay. It is an Indian Pale Ale. I believe this is a 6.1%. Let's give her a try. In India Pale Ale. In India. Sure. sure. <laughs> Should challenge them. <laughs> Good. Can you show us the can, Kev? Yeah, man. You know, get those viewers. You know, they love to see the cans. Oh, shit. Look at that. It's great. Nice. It's good tasting. Pedro. Uh, thanks for the, uh, you know, it's in India, by the way. <laughs> the correction. <laughs> correction. <laughs> right. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Right, bro. So what are you what are you having then, Pedro? I'm I'm, I'm having a Broadhead Brewery a Blueberry Blonde. Oof, it's a lot of bees. Is... I bet you there's going to be a bitch attached to it too. <laughs> probably it's only a five percent. <laughs> so it's probably not the winner for the day. But that's okay. And uh, yeah, Broadhead Brewery Company, brewed in Ottawa. Saw it at the store. And uh, definitely have not had it on the show before. So I figured I'd grab it and give it a try. Even though it's only 5%, Jesse. Yeah, it's go. pretty brutal, yeah. Well, I don't think I've had a Collingwood either, but I made sure it was more than 5%. <laughs> Attaboy, well, he, he increased from last week, too. I think he was below 5 last time. So well, we both bare, were. <laughs> bare minimum. He might bare minimum one, so... <laughs> That's pretty good. It's uh, I've never had a blueberry blonde before. It's got a definitely blueberry. I've had a strawberry too. blonde before. Yeah. <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. How'd, how'd she did? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> blueberry blonde is pretty good. Jesse, what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking a side lunch brewing company, and the beer is called Fifth Coast Hazy IPA. Got a little bit of camping on it, so I'm pretty pumped for when that starts happening. Yeah, sure. right. And it's going down pretty smooth. Very, very good. And it is a solid 6.4. So, shit. Bringing the heat today. Well, it's not much of the heat. It's <laughs> more, it was more of the average, but now, now with you guys bringing it down, it's on. I should go get a different beer now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste this one, Yosh. Don't waste it. Well, what are you having, Yosh? All right, I'm having a Lake of Bays Brewing Flight Plan. It is a double IPA, and it is a solid 8% taking the uh, the heat today. 
Nice. At least uh, someone else decided to step up. Yeah, well, I mean, show up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give this a go. This is going to be great. I can tell just by the the winning the winningness of it already. I can tell. It's <laughs> that is that is what makes the beer taste better. Championships, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good, man. It's a it's hoppy shell, but it's good. Normally, I would say you want to hop into basketball. We're not going to start a basketball. Not this week. Mm-hmm. We're starting an NHL. It's pretty important stuff here, Pete. What do you got to tell us? Well, why don't we hop down into a pair of skates? <laughs> oh, shit. I should have used that one. <laughs> you hop oh. into them? <laughs> sure. If they're, re- if they're really loose and open, why not? Uh, okay. We're starting the playoffs off with the Battle of the Max. Colorado Avalanche at the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, McDavid McKinnon. And uh, not expected by probably most of us, but get your brooms out. Colorado is right on the verge of sweeping the Edmonton Oilers. With a backup. Yeah, to advance to the cup final for the first time since they won it all in 2002. Hmm. Uh, So after winning the first two at home, uh, Edmonton came out firing in all cylinders in game three. Uh, McDangle scored just 38 seconds in. Uh, but then penalty trouble quickly took the wind out of their sails. Evander Kane was given a five-minute major for boarding on Nazem Kadri. Kadri was injured on the hit, and it has been confirmed he is going to miss the rest of the conference finals. And uh, Kane was just given a one-game suspension for the hit. Uh, we learned that just before the show started. Uh, and on top of the five-minute major, do you think that is the right punishment? Have you guys seen this hit? I was watching. Not nice. Yeah, no, it's uh, you learn at a young age not to do. Uh, it's textbook boarding. You That's why they have a little stop thing on the That's back right. of the jersey. <laughs> That's right, little stop sign in Timbitaki. <laughs> they don't hit him in the numbers. I, I thought he should have exactly got. He uh, I thought I think he should have been out of that game. I mean, in regards to that hit, I mean, five minutes was, you know, good, but he should have been also five five in a game. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. But the so, punishment, I mean, just the game out of it, ah, that's like this is playoff hockey. It's not like regular season here. I mean, one game doesn't, I don't like it. You should have at least got two or at least a series. Well, I mean, maybe he did get the rest of the series. Well, could be, could be only one game left. <laughs> Fair enough. But this guy is not a, he's not an angel, right? No, like he's he's had his history too. So to get only the one game, you know, I mean, maybe maybe they were looking at uh, if they pull this guy, he's been pretty good for for Edmonton. So if they pull him off the ice for a couple games, then it would probably be over, and maybe the NHL doesn't want it to be quite over yet this uh, this round. So um, I think it could probably probably could have been a longer suspension, two three games, maybe. Um, you know, there's a, there's always talk in especially in the playoffs. Uh, that when a player gets hurt, then and the, the guy that um, you know inflicts the injury, he, he should be out just as long as the player that is injured. And you know that's obviously double-edged sword. But um, I think in this case, it maybe not should be as long as Kadri's out. But I would say another, at least another game, maybe two, so three games total. I would say that's even probably starting it in the regular season then because it would carry over. It could, yeah. It depends on if they only play one more game, right? 
I don't know if that's how it works, but I don't know either. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it is in football it carries over, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. But there's not too many people that get suspended in the in the playoffs, I don't think. Right. But yeah, it definitely carries over from and I believe it happens to it's like PEDs uh testing in MLB too, they carry over from the year before. Right. Seems like something that our insiders should know. Probably. We already, we already went over this last week. Our insider's <laughs> not so good at being an insider. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just saw the hit, too. It, 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 I get what he's they're saying. Like, yeah, you hit him in the numbers, and you're not, you're not supposed to be doing that. And he was well away from the board when that happened. And, yeah, it looks like he hurt himself a lot, but. They said it was like a wrist or hand injury is what they're, they're saying. Now, if this was regular season and that happened, would he have gotten one game? Do you think he would have just been a fine? Or do you think no. he would have had that three-game suspension automatically? Yeah, I mean, at starting point, like they say a game in the playoffs is worth two games in the regular season. So you just double everything that's in a playoff suspension as a regular season suspension. So is it two games in the regular season? Yeah, probably about that. He probably gets kicked out for the game, five in a game, and then two, I would think, in the regular season. Like, the hit is not, if you watch it, it's not that malicious. It doesn't look that, but... No, he just gave him a shove and he lost an edge. Yeah, but it's 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 in the no-no area, and uh, it's the kind of hit they're trying to get out of the game. So, I would have gone, uh, like we said earlier, five in the game off the start and the one more game, but they got close enough, I guess. And we'll see, we'll see K back if they can manage to not get swept. So, in the end, the Oilers uh, weren't able to hold off the onslaught of the Avalanche after taking that five-minute penalty, which they didn't kill off, but they weren't able to close out the game. Uh, a large part of that might have been how long McDavid was on the bench after his flaming hot start and then having to ride the pine for most of the PK. Um. So game four is tomorrow night in Edmonton. Do you think they're going to sweep? Uh, I'd, I, I would say yeah, but I wouldn't want them to. Because look, look well, I mean, I don't want to ruin what's coming up too in regards to Tampa. But, I mean, they are, they'll have a long rest. I mean, a rested group is not really a great group. You still want to be into that rhythm. You still want to be into that mindset, not just sit there resting. Uh, oh, I disagree. At this time, point of the playoffs, I would take every single day of rest you can get. And look what's happened in the Tampa Bay. I mean, huh? they finally they finally won one, but well, we'll get into that. That's, when we get that's there. what I'm saying. There are Later. other reasons why Tampa's losing. Yeah, so but, I don't think that that they will sweep. I think uh, I think Edmonton's gonna come out flying and. They'll get a. They'll get at least that one. Maybe it'll be a gentleman sweep later on the following. That's, uh, that's what I'm thinking. I see the gentleman sweep coming. But I think they get a W coming up, and you know, I think we get to see why they're there and why, you know, we had or a lot of people had high hopes for them even from the beginning of the season uh, to win this thing. But yeah, uh, you know, they're going to show us something. But uh, it'll be it'll be nice next next game here on Monday. But my guess, I'm assuming they probably play Wednesday then back in Colorado type thing around their Thursday and I'll bet you they lose there. So that's my guess. Yeah. Ed, my educated expert. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
say, yeah, they're not going to get swept. They're going to get one game, maybe two. I, I don't know. I'm going to go be different. I'm going to say he's gonna, they're going to, it's going to be game six before when uh, the Avalanche take it. Okay. I got to have faith in them. They got a, they're the last Canadian team. They need to do something for us. Make it a Smith. little bit more interesting. Smith ain't going to do shite for them. <laughs> yeah. They just need dry settle and McDavid just to take over and make sure they don't take too many penalties. No, I'm yeah. assuming dry settle's still injured. I mean, the guy's not playing at a full 100%. No, he definitely hurt. The thing is, is that, you know, Again, some teams, Edmonton doesn't need to play any defense. It can have a shitty goal because they can score 10 goals, but so can Colorado. So that's a, it's a tough, yeah. it's a tough go with them uh, in the series for that. Edmonton actually needs to play some fucking defense. And like, yeah, I, said, that, I mean, well, is, it starts there, right? So. Yeah, well, if Nurse didn't score first for them, so. <laughs> I mean, nurse talk, scored on the nurse scored on, on nurse scoring on, on Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. bad juju right off the hop. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit happens. Bad bounces. Bad goalie. Bringing the heat against Smith. It's not so bad. He's not bad for forty. Back when you were forty, you were probably not that good, but you know, <laughs> probably knee and back troubles. Shoulder, maybe. Okay, so at the end of the day, only Kev thinks they're going to sweep. Uh, we'll see what happens. In the Eastern Conference, Tampa, New York. Uh, so Tampa Bay's streak of not losing back-to-back playoff games finally came to an end after dropping the opening two contests in New York against the Rangers. Uh, the streak lasted, it was 17 straight games following a loss that they won and it went all the way back to uh, when they got swept by Columbus back in 2019 that was the last time they won or sorry lost back-to-back games in the playoffs so you're saying it was only 17 yeah my challenge is with 18 no 17 straight wins after a loss the 18th they lost on the 18th they lost Uh oh. Yeah, okay. While somebody looks that up, um, Artemi Panarin appears to be the answer against Tampa Bay. So he was on that 2019 Blue Jackets team that swept the Lightning. And he's now on the New York Rangers. He broke the streak. Uh, So Tampa won today, brought the series to two to one uh, for New York. They needed that win. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> you do not want to be down 3-0. You can ask the Edmonton Oilers. So do you think Panarin is the Tampa kryptonite? And are the Rangers going to end up in the Stanley Cup final because they have Panarin on the team? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, it's just the Rangers. I think they just figured out the goalie. I mean, whoever's doing their research upon, you know, where to shoot on this guy, they're – They've done well. I mean, clearly it's Panarin because he's the only one that can seem to figure it out. <laughs> well, I mean, um, Benajad, I mean, he scored. He, he, he sniped that one nicely over his uh, blocker. So, and I, mean, I think that's what they've been told, shoot high. 
shoot high on them. And it just seems to be working. I mean, I'm just going to say yes. Yes, I think Panarin is Tampa's <laughs> kryptonite. <laughs> Tampa's going to go down because of uh, Artemi. He's going to he's gonna light it up over the next couple games here and uh, get a big W for the New York Rangers. Chesterkin is playing pretty friggin' solid. Uh, and uh, he's, I don't know, he's still my Vezina. He's still my Vezina winner. I know the playoffs don't have uh, anything to do with that, but. Um, I called it before. I'm sticking with my guns. And yeah, so Panera and uh, Shisterkin, they're my boys. Yeah, don't forget Adam Fox. He's a fucking sure. all-star too. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I got one little thing to say about this uh, uh, this series here. I happened to be at a uh, small gathering and there was a, a bet place and i just wanted to shout out to these two guys so that this is official and they gotta pay up when it's uh when it's all over with so the bet was that uh that the rangers were going to be tampa and it, the value is 300 bucks for if you know whoever wins gets 300 bucks so this should be uh, pretty interesting. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Oh, I already they, know. Who, I probably know. They who know it is. who it is. I'm probably. I'm sure you guys is. could probably guess at least one half of the yeah. <laughs> the, the person. Of course, one half of the bet. But yeah, uh, yeah. it'll be uh, it'll be interesting because the the Tampa the, the player the person that chose Tampa was pretty damn confident, <laughs> and and uh, the first early two games going to New York uh, was probably shaking in his boots a little bit. But anyway. It's far from over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Like I said, they needed that win. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think he's the kryptonite. I think Lightning Air come back and get get into the finals because stick in your guns. Yeah. So <laughs> why? I'm usually right. So why would I fucking change it? There you go. Uh, they- I I do see here. It says Tampa Bay has won 18 straight games immediately following a playoff loss. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh shit well, that's a headline i didn't go actually like digging into it but it's also on uh the lightning uh, uh website damn it so i don't think they're putting out fake news you never know <laughs> they could be out of boy kev damn it knocking uh, pd down i like it i like and it you're the hockey dude and you're the hockey. Yeah, I told you we went over this last week. <laughs> you want to no, steal points off Peter? Just uh, talk to I'm, him. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get relegated soon. Getting relegated to the AHL. <laughs> That's why I had to confirm you said 17. That's him. As soon as you yeah. said that, I'm like always challenging. Yeah, you can, sure. always, you can always tell when Kev's zeroing in on the challenge. Did you say he didn't even fucking beat him at all? <laughs> Just confirming I, what you said. I just <laughs> volunteered bad data. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on to a couple of NHL awards that were announced. Uh, the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy is going to carry price this year. Uh, this trophy is awarded to the NHL player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication. Uh, so after leading the Habs to the Stanley Cup final last season, Price had knee surgery in the summer and entered the NHL player assistance program uh, near the start of the season over a substance issue. He made a season debut in April with just two weeks left in the season. And after losing his first four starts, he registered his only win on the year 
in the final game in a 10-2 drubbing of the President's Trophy-winning Florida Panthers. So Carey Price, the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy winner. Uh, Buddy had, obviously, a very uh, difficult season. He's got four years and 31 and a quarter million reasons left to come back with a $10.5 million cap in each season. Uh, but do you think this is the end for him? Do you think he's going to come back? Because his future seems to be a bit up in the air at the moment. I say he comes back, but he's not going to be a Canadian. What? I'm oh, saying, where, where? If, I mean, <laughs> if he's going to go anywhere, just as me, just, you know, hypothetically, I mean, I don't think he's going to stay the full time out with uh, Montreal, but he'll either go home to Seattle or Vancouver. He's going to go close to home. Seattle could have had him for free in the expansion draft and said no. Yeah. And I don't know if Vancouver would be in any kind of position to take on that much salary. Isn't, isn't Thatcher Demko pretty decent? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I, I think he comes back and I think he stays at least three out of the four years. Like he might retire eventually, but I, I think he say what else? I mean, he's been a Canadian his entire life. He's not going to change now. He's, He's owed a shit ton of money still. Yep. Roll it with it. Like, yeah, you're not going to win. You're not going to win a cup. Sorry about your luck. You're probably not going to win a cup in the next three years. Maybe, but it's not likely with the team that they have. Like, obviously they can build and, you know, obviously they can make moves and whatnot. But my guess is that without making moves, they don't push for a cup in the next three years. But so that dream might be lost on them, but. I don't know, it's a lot of fucking money to leave on the table if you're just going to retire at this point. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's not like he can just go to Vancouver or like he, no. he's under contract, so yeah. they got to move him. So, so I'm, I just, I'm just saying he's not going to finish his career with Montreal. Well, I mean, that's it could be four important. years from now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. That's yeah. I would say I would say the opposite. I would say he would finish his career. Yeah, I would agree. Like yeah. I don't. That, It'd just be weird in any other jersey. For sure. Well, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Frank J. Selkie trophy. I'll give you three guesses as to who won this one, but you're only going to need one because it went again to Patrice Bergeron. You didn't allow us guess. <laughs> <laughs> you could have won your challenge back, bro. Uh, yeah. Anyway. They might as well rename this trophy the Bergeron Award because he's won it so many goddamn times. Uh, it's his record fifth uh, victory, fifth time winning this award. I don't know if you call it a victory. Uh, so now he is the uh, the most ever to win the Frank J. Selke Trophy. And what is this, the like, most defensive yeah, sorry, forward this, or yes, 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 yes. This is the most defensive forward, the best defensive forward. Well, look at uh, look at Patrice. Yeah, he's wish getting he just, up there, eh? Like, he's, wish he'd just retire already. Yeah, how many more years <laughs> do you think he plays? Uh not many. Like this, maybe one more, I would guess. Like he's he's up there. He's still playing at a high enough level, um, but the Bruins aren't really there right now. So I don't I don't know if he uh... does. He finish his career in Boston? Oh, probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're probably right. 
Well, look at Patrice. Eh? That's that's good for him winning that many times. I always thought that would like with Lidstrom, he won the fucking Norris so many times. When is it just going to be called the Lidstrom? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the word Norris, like Adam Fox one? You don't even fucking know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know the name Adam Fox, but uh, it's not a guy that I follow. There you go. There you not, go. If it was a Kitchener Ranger, maybe, but no, New York, <laughs> New York Ranger. Uh, okay, so there's a points penalties bracket update because it's over. It's over for sure. It's it's over. It's over. <laughs> uh, Jesse is unfortunately the winner with ten correct and two possible remaining, which are both Tampa Bay. They get out of the Eastern Conference Final, and if they win the cup, so Jesse locked up first place. Josh has locked up second with yeah. eight correct and one more possible, which is also Tampa making it to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> Pete is in third with six correct, no more possible. And yeah. Kev, you weren't able to tie because Carolina didn't beat the New York Rangers. So you ended up in last with five correct, none possible. Damn. That sucks. That's that a sucks. tough go, man. Like, how is it that the two guys that know more about hockey are in the bottom of this? And two guys that know the least about hockey. demolished them. Well, <laughs> it's yes, simple. you did. <laughs> it, it's simple, you see. Shit happens. <laughs> the playoffs. Because sports, chaos. right? Because sports. <laughs> exactly. Because sports. And actually, Jesse just said the right answer. The other three of us went heavy on the leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Don't bet on them, man. That, that's all you got to worry about. Yeah, maybe if I don't bet them on, but don't bet on them once. That'll be the year they actually do something. I'm willing to try. Willing to try anything at this point. Just do what Kev did this year. Didn't give a shit. He said. Yeah. Except that he did. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. That was there's self- a few like- rants of you going off on the Leafs, <laughs> but, <laughs> self- but it wasn't as a big disappointment in regards to them losing. Like I would have been like further years. I mean, it was like, no, I'm done. I'm done being heartache with them. Well, so how, how much more can it hurt it. really at this point? Like you guys got to yeah, I mean, be like made of iron at this. This, point. this one really wasn't that bad. <laughs> Last it, year's was much worse. It was kind of, it was, was kind of expected. Always expected, man. <laughs> Fucking first round. <laughs> anyway, you, you do get used to it, and you do you get numb to the pain. Yeah, yeah. It just it's just gonna make when they finally do win, it's gonna make it feel so much better. Oh. I'd probably be still in so much shock that I'd be calling in work that my hands are stuck in the air. <laughs> I thought you said you're not a fan, though. So why would you care? No, oh, they win. I think it should be indifferent. Like. But as, I, but as I've said, though, I will always bleed blue and white as much as, you know, I hate them. Probably get that checked out, man. <laughs> That's not normal. Well, Kev, the Leafs are all golfing right now because they got kicked out so early. And that is pretty normal for them. So. Yeah. So why don't you tell us who else is golfing starting June 9th? Yes. So we do have a list of names finally. Um, so they live, like you said, uh, Pedro starts June 9th. Um, the long-awaited uh, golf field, as like I said, has been announced. Now this is being um, played at uh, Centron Golf Club outside of London, England, which is a site of this event. 
there is about 42 names released Tuesday evening, although there are probably going to be expected 48 of uh, players to be playing in this uh, field. One of the players currently not listed is Phil, but uh, most likely he will be teeing off on that ninth. Now we have some names here. I'm not going to list all of them because there's about, um, I mentioned 42 <laughs> with, a, with a question mark with Phil. So, but you know, you got some with uh, Dustin Johnson, Louis O'Steven, Kevin Na, Sergio Garcia, um, just to name some, Lee Westwood. You know, as the list goes on and on, guys, it's there. Uh, but my understanding with um, what's happening here is that these players, um, once they do tee off, is when their suspension is going to start. So they may be listed and in going into this tournament, but once they hit that ball off the first tee, is uh, when the punishment from the PGA is going to come down. Um, Dustin Johnson's already lost his sponsorship with the PGA, with the RBC. Um, now, my question to you guys here is, now, some players, I believe there's only a few on this uh, list, have a green jacket. Now, with the green jacket, that is an automatic honor into that tournament. Does the Masters allow them to play? No. The Masters is a PGA tournament. If the PGA is going to suspend them or, or ban them, then they can't play. Um, so you're saying they rip them of their green jacket? No, they won't, rip, they won't take their green jacket. The green jacket they're going to is... show up in a white van. They're going to pile out with a bunch of security dudes, repo men. They're going to go find the green jacket and take it back. No, I mean, that's like taking back the trophy. They still they still won. But if they're going to ban them because they're going to a rival tour, then why would they let them play? It, you know, Augusta National, although is is a you know its own entity as a golf course, is still part of the PGA Tour, and they would have to abide by the PGA Tour rules. If the PGA Tour rules are saying that these guys can't play because they are playing in another tournament or another tour, then what's the what's Masters going to do? Like, sorry about your luck, you know they can't play. Now, there's only a couple guys, like you said. Like, I think DJ DJ is definitely one of them. Yeah, I'm not about to say who may or may not because I don't want to get challenged. Yeah, I think Sergio Garcia. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Sergio won one, um, and then I think maybe Lee Westwood. I don't know. That he might have been the other guy too. But and, and there's a handful of like I'm I'm not surprised that other than DJ, there aren't too many top end PGA guys on this. But there are a lot of like mid to high end guys. So. Kevin Na, Sam Horsfield, Lee Westwood, you know, Ian Poulter, mm -hmm. you know, Charles Swarchel. Like, these are half-decent players still, you know. Like, now these are guys I can't choose in the fucking pools we go in, Jess. Like, it's bullshit. <laughs> I'm fine with Dustin going because he screwed me on the last one. So. <laughs> Good riddance. Good riddance. Thank now, DJ did say that he was doing this for his family, and it's about the money. And I would assume most of these mid- to high-end guys, you know, if, if the purse is, is two or three million dollars for, you know, a higher end tournament in the PGA. And so you're, you finish 20th, you're going to get 20,000, let's say, you know, or, or a hundred thousand, whatever. And now you can turn that hundred thousand into a million or into 500,000. Like, I mean, like I said, these guys aren't top end guys that are winning championships in the PGA. So 
why not go where that you can potentially make more money for the lower end player and you have a chance to win now like these yeah. guys have a legit chance to win every week some of these mid to high end guys because because the field isn't as strong but hey at least you can win like you know just because you're in b division doesn't mean that you're not a champion you know when you but win it so it just sucks that you know I mean, that the b division's B-Division. making more money than the a division <laughs> that's the big thing well that's i mean the pga yeah. can definitely give out more money as regards that's, to wins but that's they don't the PGA then well the, the players need to create a union and ba- backlash on the fucking pga and say we want more money motherfuckers yeah you know and if you don't you'll strike but we'll get to that or right? <laughs> foreshadowing like what you did there or yeah. let your clubs do the talking and go join the live there you go so we'll we'll definitely know by uh, the next uh, episode upon uh, who wins the very first tournament for the LIV. We should, unless it goes like it's delayed or something, Kevin. I mean, well, don't, um, don't promise our our viewers and listeners and something you can't control. <laughs> but it, but it's definitely not the most important golf tournament happening that weekend. No, definitely not. Far from it. Because there's, there's open. that's right. Canadian Open, and you're going to that, are you not? Yeah, buddy. Which which day are you going? Friday, Friday afternoon. I'll be there. What are you gonna? Who are you tracking? No yeah. idea. No idea. Not a clue. Never watched golf a day in my life. If the ball comes anywhere near <laughs> you, sir, you gotta fucking Pick drop it to the ground. Drop to I'm the ground. Catch like, it. or kick it. <laughs> no, drop to the ground. Maybe I get a signed ball. The problem is that there'll be cameras that will show Pete just like flopping. <laughs> Hopefully that footage won't come out until after. After you get right. paid, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not likely. Not likely. I mean, who knows? We, it's still speculation that the PGA is going to do anything to these guys, yep. right? No, exactly. I mean, I, so. like I said, once they tee it off, once they hit that ball. But even so, we, we don't know that for sure. The PGA hasn't come out and said that, right? So we we it's we were speculating that that was going to happen. That's what the experts are saying, but maybe it doesn't, you know, it's, I don't know. To me, to, for the PGA to ban these guys is like, they're scared. Well, we're scared that you're leaving our, our tour to go to that tour. Don't please don't go. Please don't go. If you do, we're, we're you can't ever come back. That's it. To me, it looks like they're scared. They're, you know, I'm surprised, I'm surprised they haven't actually said that. I thought they had. I don't think so. I, I don't think they've said that officially. Maybe it's been... How do, you, know, how do you suspend a guy for playing a golf tournament? Exactly. If, if you never said you're not allowed to. Right. And like, do they suspend? So do some of these guys go over and play in some of these other tournaments? Like there's like, isn't there's an Asian tour, right? And there's, there's other tours. So can these guys go over there and play? Now, maybe those are part of the PGA Tour. Yeah, they are part know. of the PGA. There, it's a PGA uh, umbrella, then that's different then. But, you know, like you said, if, if there if there's no rule in the in yeah. the PGA book that says you can't play for X Tour, then... Like, what if one of these guys came and played in the points and penalties invitational? Boom! It's the, the, the prize money's not as much, but what's the difference other than that? Just for things are coming up, bro. Destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's hit the green and one every time on a regular public course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Putting for eagle on every single par four. Uh, you know what? They all they can use is a pitching wedge. That's it. Yeah, there you go. You gotta use the whole like the, the whole entire round. The whole for, round. for driving. 
yeah. pitching, yeah. putting, everything. everything, everything, just still fucking just, destroys. Just still destroys. Hundred percent, and the guy's gonna hit a pitching wedge further than our drives. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that would be fun though to have a pro playing with a pro, even if you're in like a a pro. It would be a pro am. It would be a pro wreck. <laughs> well, they had that match thing again, right? I should have mentioned that too. Yeah, you should have mentioned that. That was uh, Tom B. Rad and yeah, there was the two and, young uh, rookies Rogers, and two older Rogers, uh, yeah, football players and Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the old men won. A. Aaron, A. Aaron was a putt that won it for them. There you go, Kev. You could have added. A little something, something to I your just segment. did. Oh, for fuck's sake! My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, did anyone watch it? Because I was, I didn't listen to it. Ah, uh, just what I saw on the the then and then, It was fun. It was cool. He was showing. Uh, I think he showed a ball with um, Tom Brady as his, uh, you know, picture of his photo when he first started as a rookie. Uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, and Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen, and uh, Tom Brady comes out to play, and he has the the trophy on his golf ball, and he goes up to Allen, and goes, "Have you seen one of these before?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I saw one. I have the never talked uh, trash talk." He had the Lombardi <laughs> trophy on the ball. On the ball. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. So yeah, Allen's like, "Yeah, I saw one, but you know." <laughs> That was about that. That's funny. Right. I don't know, Bryce, but we're going to get here into our MVP in a few moments. This week's points penalties MVP, Rafael Nadal, winning his 14th French Open championship. You sure it's 14? Yeah, pretty <laughs> sure. unless you think i got it wrong maybe nadal beat casper root in straight sets 636-360 in the french open final on sunday nadal's victory came two days after his 36th birthday and made him the oldest title winner in the history of the clay court tournament yeah great number i mean good age so do, you, do, you have fond, do you have fond memories of 36? Yeah, yeah. man. Of my 36 when I turned 36. And can you yeah, can you and, remember that long ago? Really? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> sometimes. I mean, my kids definitely help me, and their you know birth months are 36, so you know, it's a great number, great age. Sweet, sweet. So Nadal extends his uh, his record 22nd Grand Slam title. Uh, with Federer and Djokovic closely behind him at 20 apiece. So, for extending that record and winning his 14th French Open, which I think is also a record, Rafael Nadal, our points and penalties MVP for the week. Cheers, Rafael. Cheers. Hard, hard to compete with last week's, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a, a tear down this week, but. No, he's he's a superstar, and say a guy that's and nobody all the records, yeah, and nobody can beat him on clay. Like no. it's insane how good he is on clay. 
and it, you know i i've never played on a different surface than asphalt, asphalt. and they don't even play <laughs> asphalt in the pros like so i don't know it would be interesting to see how i mean not that i would even know how the ball reacts on an asphalt court but, <laughs> but i'm sure it reacts completely you, different you, on still, grass, you right? still miss it all the same time. yeah <laughs> exactly for sure on, on Unless grass, you get it right at me <laughs> on grass and clay it's definitely gonna have a different spin ratio off to the ground that's for sure would, what yeah. about asphalt Mm-hmm. Well, a hard court, it can't be asphalt I know. in the pros. Like, what do you think a hard court actually is? Concrete. Just hard ass dirt? No, it's not concrete, man. Isn't concrete. clay the hard court? I thought clay was. No, like, okay, so the clay is clay because <laughs> it's different than like the Rogers, the Rogers tournament, right? In Toronto, that's that's a hard court. But is it asphalt? I'm saying it's concrete, sprayed down concrete. I mean, it's a course that's basically sprayed. Like painted green, right? I think, it, like I think a, it's just concrete, huh? I mean, challenge. I'll challenge you. I don't think it's concrete, but I don't know. I don't have a. I, my question was, what is it like on a hardcore? Well, so. I, I think you got to give like your idea of what it is. I don't want to take a fucking minus for not like. <laughs> uh, it's rescinded. Uh, <laughs> see, no. see, I'd be okay with just it's not concrete. I'd be okay with that as a challenge, but I can be overruled here. But I, I get what you're saying. It is definitely a challenge, but if you can't give up an uh, yeah. answer, it's kind of he's saying it's not. Come, it's yeah. kind of weak. Yeah. All right, weird. I'll I'll say it's asphalt. I don't think it is, but I might take a minus here. But whatever. But anyway, either way, he's a he's a fucking superstar on the clay here, and definitely. Like I said, nobody can nobody can beat him. So, well, we guys are looking that up. I know we're talking about different colors of the court in Toronto. I think it's blue. Sometimes in Montreal, I think it's blue as well. Another thing that's blue, Toronto Blue Jays. Good intro, that's Yosh. True. That's a except good except when they wear except when they wear red or black. The back in the day, they wore black or gray. Yeah, they're still yeah. blue. The Jays are still blue. You know, I mean, the actual bird. Weren't, weren't they red today? Yes. <laughs> anyway. anyway, I see what you're trying to do with the transition. I just yeah. Felt yeah, that was great. Out. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> well, the jerks are called. They're running out of you. Sorry. Okay. Sorry reference. So before we move on, this is fucking fantastic. Hard courts are typically made out of asphalt or concrete. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I thought that was fucking funny there. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's a wash then, isn't it? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'd call that a wash. I also saw here that it's like, it's made of uh, uniform, uh, uniform rigid metals with acrylic surface layer. Hmm. But I wouldn't... <laughs> I'll take I, Pete's I, wash as opposed to two <laughs> minuses. <laughs> it doesn't really explain that, at, like, like the rigid metal materials. So it yeah. could, it's at that point it could still be concrete or yeah, theoretically. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, Kev. We're both right. All right. So we, should, we should both get something then. We should both nah, get a plus nah, one. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I mean, we did say that it was made out of asphalt and concrete, and they are. Well, it's a good thing that you you didn't say that it wasn't me. Yeah, you pushed you I know, but really, we weren't we weren't wrong. We were both right. 
Yeah, that's why it's a wash. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it should be plus one, plus one, boys. I think yeah. so too. I think no, so too. That's not a challenge. But we can get a minus one, minus one. So yeah. why can't you get a plus one, plus one? You can both be wrong. You can't both be right. Yeah, we're getting we are fucked both on right. This, we are getting, we're fucked, getting on this. fucked on this. I'm gonna start you're, setting up challenges. You're Me right. and Kevin are gonna collude. We're just gonna say I'm gonna say something. He's gonna say no. It's also this one. <laughs> gonna challenge. We're both gonna get points. We'll both get mm. twenty plus in no time. You I mean, guys I, just get to wear it that you guys are just really, really smart, and you got you know what hard courts are made. Of. Yeah, there you go. Nobody was wrong. Nobody loses. Nobody wins. And at least it's not a minus. There you Could go. have been one for you. That was a thing. I know, I know. But, <laughs> but I, but you made me change it because you know like, you gotta have one. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, I thought you kind of needed to do that. Uh, hey, it worked out for me. Thanks, bud. And me. Thanks, bud. All right. So one thing that is definitely not played on concrete or asphalt, although. At the at the Sky Dome, they, they just put stuff over top of concrete when they play. Yeah, yeah big time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Blue Jays. We mentioned last week that uh, they weren't doing so hot, and then they came out with a sweep of the Angels, which I didn't think they did. Jesse got me on a challenge there. Oh, you. Uh, but so after starting that twenty-two for twenty, uh, they've won nine of their last eleven and are currently thirty-one and twenty-two. They sit. Currently second in the AL East, just just seven and a half games behind the runaway Yankees, and they're up by half a game on Tampa. Uh, the Jays have been playing great, but seven and a half games this early, and I know it is early, about a third of the season. Do you think that the Yankees can be caught by anybody here? Like it's either going to be the Jays or the Rays. Those are the only two teams they're going to catch potentially. But. They can be, but they won't be. No, they're winning this division. I, I don't want a lot of time left. Yep. So what do you think, Jess? You think, you think the Jays still got this? I think there's a chance for them to get it, but it's going to be tough, but I can, I can definitely see it. These guys like can get hot as well as the Yankees are still. Put your money where your mouth is. Are they doing it or aren't they? I'll find. Yeah. They'll, they'll, They'll take the division. Like I said, in the beginning. Nice. I hope they do brother. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll stick with it. Uh, like like you said, it's not going to be easy, and it, everyone's there's lots of time left, so everyone's going to figure it out. Like we were last year uh, with the Jays, we were struggling with them, and we kept saying, "There's lots of time left. There's lots of time left." And they came within a game to get into the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. and they weren't doing so hot at the beginning because of injuries, and injuries yeah. has kind of been an issue this year, but not as much as last year. And now that it's warming up. You're going to see the ball hit more by these guys. I think they're going to be a whole lot better, which is what I said last week. But catching them will be rough, but they just got to start beating them. They can't continue losing to the Yankees because they're getting their ass kicked against the Yankees this year. Uh, Those are the biggest games right now, Mm -hmm. for sure. All right, so Jesse mentioned last week, uh, we did talk about this, and we were talking about their offense and where you guys thought, uh, you know, we thought, are they in trouble was the question. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, at least a couple of you guys said they're in trouble. Um, I mean, are you sure? I, yep. I think everybody was a little upset or a little worried, and I, except for me, <laughs> I'm no like, way. I'm not worried at all. No My question way. was, was no how way. confident are you? Check the I was, tapes. Was, was, I was all about <laughs> them Blue Jays still. All right. So, so then it, obviously then this doesn't, you know, this run doesn't change your, your feeling. Like I'm still feeling confident. You know, I agree with you, Pete, that they probably will not win the division. Although there is lots of time, I think that's a it's a pretty uh, 
it's a long way to fall for the Yanks at this point. If, you know, if they can, they look really good. Yeah, yeah, really so, good. Judge is probably going to be the MVP if this keeps up. Where does he go? Does he still stay with the Yankees? Then I mean, well, yeah. he wins the MVP. They throw him all the money in the world. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Now I don't think the Jays will catch the Yankees, but as I mentioned before, to me when I was watching these games, the Jays were having fun. And when they're having a good time, they're winning. Yep, for sure. So they're, they're basically projected just to win like, I don't know, I think it's going to be like 93, 95 games somewhere in there. And we had all of us, I think, were over that except for Kev. I think Kev said like 90s. You were 90, 102? I thought you were not like really. No, low. I think I, I said. You were like well, 101. Did you change it then? Yeah, I was, I was 98, and you went 101, and I said, I'm just going to do that Price is Right, and I went to 102. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't seem like at this point, they're, if they continue the same pace, they probably won't even eclipse the, the 100 mark. Right. right. So be interesting. I should have went back and looked at the, what we actually said. My original are, was 98. We are about three. We are about a third of the way through. So, Well, and it's definitely been a disappointing first third. Oh, like yeah. they, haven't been, they haven't been terrible, but it's been it's been disappointing with the high hopes we had for this team. Yeah. And the main thing is because the offense, but now now the offense is starting to light up. It's starting to so, come around. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm gonna bet on them that they're gonna get a, on a big roll here and catch those Yankees. I mean, the pitching has been solid all year too. Like yeah, for the sure. top three guys have been fucking great. You know, aside from Barrios is his open open game there or opening game. That, he's had a couple shit, games but... that were kind of garbage. He he's uh, he, he's not having his best year, but he's no, he'll, I, he'll get his shit together. I feel like he's a guy like he can use a couple runs early and be up because then he, he really settles into his game. Obviously, most pitches are like that, but I think it maybe affects him a little bit more uh, if you can get him a two run lead early, and then he really really settles in and. Uh, Insert strong good pitches, really good pitches. So, but anyway, speaking of Brios, uh, this uh, past weekend he did uh, a pretty nice one. Pretty, he did a solid for himself and for the Jays. He had a career high thirteen strikeouts versus old team, the Minnesota Twins, which I'm sure was uh, a real nice Fringe. dig for him. Uh, he really liked that. I guarantee that. Um, and hey, we did too because we needed the W. And uh, it's been a while since I've been, you know, you consistently see guys up in these double digit uh, strikeouts. Like we did last year, we had Robbie Ray, but it was pretty much just him. Guys were getting like nine. <laughs> you know, it's nice to see multiple guys getting uh, uh, lots of strikeouts. Manoa's been lights out uh, this year and Gossman too. So uh, pitching has definitely been uh, top end. Ryu has been. It's more of a miss this year um, than a hit, but uh, I, I'm going to blame that a little bit on the injury. He's been on the DL or sorry, IL a couple times this year, and they just currently placed him on the IL with forearm soreness again. Um, but before doing that, he reached a thousand career innings, making him just the second South Korean player to accomplish that feat. Uh, next only to Chin Ho Park, who has 1,993. It's a lot more innings. Uh, for Ryu to catch if he's going to be the number one there he probably won't but um, this is a guy that we need to get back and to pitch just just to be serviceable yeah you know, be the number four 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, we have Kikuchi, who hasn't been too shabby. He hasn't been crazy good, but uh, he's been solid there. So if you get these two, uh, these two, two solid, serviceable uh, back end pitchers, uh, I, I think this. Uh, I think you have a chance, Jess. I think your your prediction of them coming back has a chance. But um, I'm either I'm way, more favoring Kikuchi than than Ryu. To tell you the truth. Well, whatever, whatever, which way you want to put them four, five, five, four, whatever. But oh, I'm just saying, um, like, I think he, uh, Kikuchi might be better than Ryu by the end of the season just because. Yep. Well, isn't Ryu hurt right now? Well, he is, but yeah. he's going to come back, hopefully. Um, even I just think that he's just going to be our bottom end starter. Uh, Kikuchi can throw a lot more strikeouts than Ryu, and that limits contact. Which is what you want, right? You don't want them hitting the ball, for sure. So I that that's why I like Kikuchi, and he's been for the most part pretty good. Gives up a lot of hard contact. Same thing with Barrios, but it has a lot of good stuff that makes them whiff on pitches. Um, and so during this uh, good bout, Jays did win eight straight. Yeah, it was great. They had ten or more hits in six consecutive games throughout that uh, that timeline and they've hit a shit ton of home runs as of late which is nice because that's what we're built for sitting home runs so um you know like you said just be able to get that offense back and and kind of get it back in the groove and that's what's going to keep this team motoring forward um, and hopefully up the uh, up the standings base hits get you wins not a lot of home runs uh, in the pros home runs can get you a lot of wins in the pros man Sure. And a home run is a base hit. You touch all the bases. Yep. Yep. You get a four on the uh, <laughs> the total base stat. You get a four instead of a one. What do they say to Joe Carter? Touch them all, Joe. Touch them all, Joe. Touch them all. all. You're not going to hit it. You're not going to say what? You're not going to hit another one better? I mean, that was true. That was the biggest home run he ever hit in his life. Show. Sure. Speaking of Joe Carter, I just recently acquired an autograph of him. Right. Good yeah, man. I was pretty excited about it. I still like knew to sign my other baseball. Fuck's it's sake. probably the fucking usher, man. Should have been. <laughs> Got two baseballs, eh? One you one you picked up off the ground. And, That's right. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Maybe if you had caught the other one, you'd know who autographed it. I don't know. No, I mean, I have one that's autographed. I just don't know who the hell it is. I mean, it's yeah, an actual... Maybe if like, you caught it, you wouldn't know. I'd most likely did catch it. I don't, I don't know. You have a tendency of picking it, up balls off the ground. This was, <laughs> this was in Dunedin when I was like 13, 14 years old. So mm-hmm. there was that, um, obviously the Jays. So you're you saying know. it was a practice ball? Uh, it's spring no, training. Is no, it's spring training. Yeah, practice. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I just, I just don't remember who the hell signed in, it. In Peter's. Uh, <laughs> he has a practice ball. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That I caught. Yes, and still went like this. <laughs> Ow. Ow. It hurt. I didn't have a glove. It was a long toss. <laughs> uh, did it hurt when you caught yours? Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait you hey, I, I just remember the person that went like this that could have caught the ball. I stole it away from him. I did so. The best was the Wait, photographs after Peter, your place. You, one of you guys is like, I didn't even know we took those pictures. I think guys both have the <laughs> balls hanging up. Like, I was so Dundee. I don't remember like going 
back to your place, Pedro. Those king cans, they uh, they do work. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. I went. Uh, I went, and I fucked up the rules this week, and I took two topics. So I, I got a little bit else to, to carry on here. This guy. I know. I know. Holy I know. smokes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I, I wanted to talk about the NBA Finals. Uh, we are rolling into Game Two. Uh, currently, Boston is up by I think it was four. It said before it went to a commercial. Uh, so that means if Boston was up, that means that they beat the Heat, and that's where we last left our listeners and our viewers uh, was Game Seven last Sunday uh, between the Celtic and the Heat. We all wanted the Heat to win. Uh, some of us for different reasons than others. Um, some of us just because the Groat was there and we wanted him to get back. And so whatever, but fuck Boston. The Celtics, yeah, and and because no, 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 right now, right now, go Boston, go Boston, right now. Sorry, Kev. No, sorry, sorry, Yosh. Fuck you, go Boston. Fuck you, bud. (laughs) So (laughs) it is the Celtics and the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Uh, Celtics have won seventeen of twenty-two Finals appearances. That's a pretty good. uh, That's a pretty good percentage there. Winning percentage. The Warriors have won six of twelve which is, uh, you know, half. That's also pretty good. Didn't they get one of those losses in, like, 2019 or sometime around there? Stop uh, yeah. fishing, Peter. Stop fishing. Yeah. 2019. I but... saw you. I saw yeah. you. Uh, okay. I'm not really fishing. I'm just – The team that won that, the their win percentage is 100 – or 1,000, sorry. So, you know, that team is pretty good. But anyway. One for one, baby. One for one. Uh, in, in game one – Jalen Brown and 36-year-old Al Horford rallied late to beat the Warriors in that game. The game was the first finals appearance in Horford's career after playing in 101 previous postseason games, which is most in the NBA before making it to a finals game. And this is the second time that uh, Horford's played for Boston, so I think it was a little extra special, too, that he was able to play. He played great. He hit six three-pointers. And... uh, they the the Celtics had like I said had a late rally and it was pretty much the Warriors show and then all of a sudden the fourth quarter came around and uh, the Warriors kind of shit the bed Celtics uh, brought her back I was not a happy camper but game two is right now like I said Boston was up a few uh, I'm uh, I'm banking on the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry to have a big night here and uh, gonna go one one and uh, travel out to. I guess it'll be Boston and uh, see how that goes. <laughs> so, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> probably. I mean, probably. Might be like Houston, but I don't see why it would be. It's probably, probably Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah. So, I know that you guys are probably, it's hard to say. Like, obviously, Kev, you're on the Boston train. You know, Pete, it sounded like you were saying still fuck Boston because it's Boston. Boston. Uh, so, Jess, where are you sitting on this? Which which fence are you on? I'm on uh, neither. I one because I don't want you to get caught. Right, I want to be I, the only person that's called anything. You know, uh, beginning of the season. But yeah, fuck Boston is usually. Ah uh, man, I'm only saying fuck Boston because I want to be able to tie. And you're not saying get... fuck Boston though, bud. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying, saying go Boston. That's right. I'm saying I'm <laughs> I, not saying. I, I like the team a lot, but it, it's how does it feel to say those words out of your mouth, Kev? Does it just it's like pretty bad? But I mean, does it feel like vomiting almost? You might as well get a Marshawn jersey. Uh, 
No, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't want, Yosh, I just don't want Yosh to get that extra point. That's all. I mean, no, he's gonna get it. No I'm gonna get what. it no matter what. You want it? No, no. <laughs> if, 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 if Boston, Boston wins, it's a tie. Right, which means you get the extra you point because right point. now you're you're about he's, to get. He's one. getting it no matter what. Yeah, I'm points. already got two no matter what. So you're the one that needs Boston to win to get the two. That's right. So. Go Boston. Fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. Go Boston. So I'll again early in the year, I called Steph Curry for the MVP. I was wrong in the uh, regular <laughs> season, but I'm sticking with that same guns and calling him for the MVP of the finals. Now he did not have a great game in the first uh, first game, uh, but either like Jason Tatum, you know, he was uh, he was mediocre uh, at least on the points uh, uh, aspect of, of the game. So who do you guys think is going to win finals MVP? In 2022, the NBA. So, Peters, you're saying fuck Boston. Why are you taking Tatum? Fuck Boston. Because I think Jason Tatum's going to win the MVP. And I think Boston is going to lose. Wow. That's oh. a take. Wow. Because usually, the, you know, the winning possible? team. The winning it can team. happen. It's it can possible. Happen. But it has that's happened. why it's a take. Yeah. It's yeah. happened. It can happen. Probably. I don't know. Wow. That is why it's. I've never heard of that before. You should challenge him. You should challenge them. Go ahead. Them. You should do it. Do it. No, but let's do, do it. it. You got seven points up. Yeah. Come on. Challenge them. Do it. <laughs> Come on. Point leader just sit there and just does nothing. Yeah. Now on out. Well, I'm I'm gonna take Tatum because I'm taking Boston because I I want my yeah, I want sense. my points. I want my buck Boston. Boston. Go Tatum. Go it was funny, Peter. I was the same way, but I was actually going to think of picking uh, Boston, but I came to my senses, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing that Boston's going to lose and Dave's going to get the MVPs, that'll be a shocker. But uh, there's I'm, almost no chance of it happening. I'm but going <laughs> with uh, Clay. Clay. Wow. Wow. Oops. That's not a bad a bad pick. I think it starts with a kid. I just want to be different. Like, yeah, Curry would be the other one. Like, who else would be besides? Could go Wiggins. Curry. Wiggins, yeah, maybe. I guess, yeah, I guess you could go Wiggins. So can you say Tatum? I like Clay. Yeah, yeah I, say, I think he's pretty yeah. good, though. All right, all right, all right. So two for fucking shitty boss and Tatum and two for awesome uh, awesome Warriors and Clay and Curry on the MVP front. That's interesting. Jazz, I think you need to challenge Pete here, man. I really think you do. <laughs> As a you NBA... can totally win the MVP. Right, but has it ever series. happened? It's, it's yeah. probably happened before at some point. He's doing he, one of these things again. Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got that up on his screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is a is a good fucking bait. Like, I I think Why you got to challenge him, man. Or or because I, do I don't have a bitch. fucking seven point lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> and I, oh, no, I was gonna say I already lost one, but I, it was a wash. We're good. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just don't want to give P- Peter got a minus one already. I'm gonna keep it at that today. I got another minus one coming. Wow. We're about to get to the. Yeah, we are. All right, so we can't <laughs> can't fish Jess into a, into a challenge here. So let's just update our brackets. Uh, not Those... much changes on the bottom end. Uh, Pete and Jesse are uh, are done. They have zero possible left. 
Pete, you had six correct, which is not very good. Gives you a minus one. Hey, I had six correct in the NHL too, all right? That's right. Shows you how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, you had seven correct in the uh, basketball uh, bracket. Over. Zero possible. So you guys lock up the zero and the minus one, which we are not giving today well, because it's not over yet. Uh, we'll have to go Boston. The finals. Yeah. Fuck Boston. Go Taylor. And there's really, Kev, you're going to finish with eight correct, but because you have zero left, you're all on Miami. Uh, so the only person that can get more than eight, which I currently have, is me. <laughs> so I have eight. And if I get one more right, which is uh, the Warriors winning this bad boy, uh, which also gives me the extra point of calling it way early in the season. It'd be nice. It'll be nice. I can't wait. I can't wait to add another plus two plus the extra. So maybe a plus three. That's going to be nice to, to the old PMP points. Go Boston. Be catching fuck Jesse fuck. in no time. If he just challenges me here for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. You got lots of points coming your way. No, no. Yeah. Don't I'm not be a bitch, plus dude. seven. No. Don't be I'm, a bitch, dude. I'm being a bitch, all right? <laughs> just hey, like I already challenged today, all right? It's funny watching Peter be down this low in the points card because he's out of fish <laughs> to get people to come after him. <laughs> <laughs> I was once that person. You're still that person, Kev. No, I don't. Yeah, but he's on a huge winning streak. Yeah, that's four. If I'm if I'm mistaken, that's four. Uh, you got a minus last week, didn't you? It might be four challenges right is in it, a row. Is this, but is this a, a challenge minus. on a challenge? No. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> All right, guys. Even though I had two, two topics this week, I hope they kept it nice and short and sweet. So not quite this quite my usual. I usually blabber on, but we're gonna move on. Ramble in. Yeah, I'm a rambling man. Here what do you want from song. me? Yep. Were you born that way? Yeah, man. I mean, Dude. I just talked. You're saying me. you were born a rambling man? Yeah, I was born a rambling man. Cool. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think this was supposed to be funnier, but it didn't work out. <laughs> like they should write a song about it or something i mean i didn't but the allman brothers did yeah did uh, they oh i didn't know i mean they at least performed it they might not have fucking wrote it <laughs> <laughs> we're so we're so gun shy with eddie <laughs> yeah for sure all right jess you got a big story here in canadian football but not the football that we all think here football not the crappy cfl right it's, no uh Canada soccer and the players are going on strike for the most part, missing a couple practices. Uh, this is because they're trying to get more money or percentage more for making the World Cup. And it's just not them, it's it's the females too. But the, what we're pretty much just going to talk about is it's the men's right now. Uh, so right now, it looks like Canada is going to get around $10 million from FIFA for being a qualifier. And because the, these guys are going on strike, there was a few things that we got to just talk about real quick. And the one was with Iran, how the game was canceled because families reached out. Uh, this was from an incident that happened in 2020 when Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps shot down a Ukraine jet, jetliner. And the manifest had 85 Canadians of permanent resident on there. So still fresh in their mind. They don't want to host Iran, who is in the World Cup. And 
So Canada soccer scramble, try and get a friendly going uh, to play Panama, who is not in the World Cup and pretty sure we beat them in the qualifiers. So this game ended up getting canceled because of what's going on between Canada soccer and the players. So right now, there's a lot of back and forth here. There's not a whole lot of specifics, but from one uh, person that is, or a source that is from uh, Canada Soccer, they're looking to do like a 30% uh, percentage of that share, and the other 30% will be going to the female. So at least 40% for the rest of Canada Soccer, and they will be going to Grassroots and their new facility in Vaughan, and just, just just administration costs and everything like that. So that's what they're trying to settle on this, get a contract in place. Uh, the players aren't happy with it. They think they deserve more because uh, U.S. Soccer Federation got a huge uh, percentage for theirs. They got 80% going to the players. So, like, that again, that would be female and male. So what... Canada players want is 40% of that share. The men's, sorry, the men's want 40%. Just the exact, pretty much the exact same thing that the US had gotten for their players. Now, they're far, they're not that far, but they are far apart for it at that 10%. There's also rumors that it was that Canada soccer was only asking for 10% for the men. And then there was also rumors that. Uh, those players were asking for 100 percent of it too. So I, I, it's very hard to read between the lines, but I believe it's 30 percent and 40 percent is where they're looking at. So my question to you guys is: uh, because Canada is the first time in 36 years that the they're going to be going there to the World Cup, what do you do? You think the players should continue being on this path? Uh, the only other reasons I'll, I'll put in here that uh, I'm pretty sure the USF Federation makes more money because they got uh, more of the commercial, or not commercials, the broadcasting deals and stuff like that. So that's why they can give their players 80%. And I don't think Canada has that. So that's why Canada soccer is saying, you think we can only give you 30% for the men's. So 60%. But what do you guys think of this for the players? Do you think they should continue doing this strike to try and get more than the, the uh, Canada men's soccer should get more than 30% or should they get just fold? So there's a 10% difference here is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty they're, much, yes. They're, they're giving them 30 now, they want 40. Yeah, so between Allegedly. the men's... Yeah. Right, okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Has it, it. These, are, these are contract talks, so we don't know the exact numbers. They're just, of they're, course, they're feeding out numbers to the media and stuff and leaks and stuff like that. But I mean, that, to that, me, to me, this makes it is really easy. You settle on 35 and you get playing soccer. That's that it to me, it's easy as fuck. Like, it's, it's not that much more money uh, or less money, depending on what side of the field you're on. Um, especially you know as a player from a player standpoint by the time you divide it by the 20 guys that are on the team and whatever it's not it's not a whole lot of, of extra change here you are going to the world cup 
you know, sometimes you have to put the money aside and play for the world cup. I do understand this whole, the whole thing, uh, you know, especially from, uh, you know, this is very much, a, a you know, a union dispute. Um, but to me, it just seems like, why wouldn't you come back with, if it's only 10%, like there's that's, it's should be pretty easy to negotiate down 10%, like chop it in half and, and carry on, play some soccer. It, it, you don't want this black spot or this to, to create a black spot on our upcoming uh, world cup uh, entrance. You know, you want to be able to, uh, to be able to get your, all your, your, your friendlies in and especially against the teams that are in the world cup, other teams, like, like I said, Jess, you've got here that the other group F opponents, Belgium, Croatia, and Morocco are all testing themselves against fellow world world cup opposition. And yet we're trying to maybe get a Costa Rican, like let's, let's step up, step up the game and let's, uh, or sorry, the opponent and, and let's get, uh, let's get playing soccer here for 5%. It's not a whole lot in my opinion. So it like to me, it's annoying that the players are, are striking if it's over that small of an amount. Like I said, just cut it in half, and get it over with. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, um, you gotta settle on something, even if you fucking give them everything they need. If that's what it takes, you gotta be playing these friendlies. Like this is the first World Cup for Canada hmm. in 36, 37 years, whatever it is. And like you're talking about keeping money so that you can put use it towards a training center and grassroots initiatives. There is nothing that is going to help the grassroots more than a strong performance by Canada at the World Cup. Yeah. Nothing. So the fact that they're striking right now and they're canceling friendlies that would help you prepare for the World Cup and would have an audience watching as well that would help grow the sport in the country. It's dumb. You got to resolve this. You got to resolve it now. And you got to make sure that this team is in the best possible place it can be going into the World Cup. Yeah. You got to be in the right mindset going on. I mean, like, this this is not the right mindset that's going on right now. You guys got to get this shit and fucking check. Yeah. Get this thing here in the game. Not what's going on here. Like, we're talking I, about a difference of $500,000. Right, like the 10% is obviously a million, but that if they settle in between, it's 500 grand, so it's not that much money. And that's what you said, Kev. Get your heads right, like, don't worry about this 500 G's as a player because you're not even getting that, you're not even getting 500 each. You're getting, you know, like I said, I'm assuming maybe the coaches, like, the coach is going to see some of that, that 500 extra 500. You you would think so, man. Yeah, I think they're part of the administration, bros. Maybe so. This is they're just the players, so So, they. They wouldn't be. They they are more or less like on the side of soccer. Canada. So they're so they the, the players are looking money. at getting an extra twenty five thousand dollars if they settle at halfway. Like it's and these not these are just... also professionals that are playing elsewhere and making money. Yeah, so yeah. But I mean, like, like I mean, you made the World Cup here, guys. We don't need this going on. And like I said, if we're gonna do, I mean, if we want a game there or not, but. This is not where I think your mindset should be. I mean, like, let's get this shit in there. Like, let's get this deal done and let's get our mindset on the World Cup, not well, what's like going this, on here. This 10 million is just for making the World Cup. So yeah. I think if they win games, they might get more. It's because right. like where they finish out through the whole tournament. Of course. And if you get onto the next round, you get more money coming in too. So that's fair. I'm like, 
it'd be pretty crazy if Canada got out of the group. Like it would be wild, wouldn't it? But let alone win a game. But it's still to me like there's also some other stuff I read that uh, Soccer Canada wasn't giving enough tickets out. Yeah, uh, for their families and friends, and then the families and friends had to obviously pay for themselves to try and get over there to Qatar. Uh, but they, it was very difficult to get tickets. Where yeah. compared to the U.S., they were handing out a lot more tickets to players. And so, I've also heard too, Jesse, that they also used to um, fly them out there as well. I mean, it wasn't just on the family that would have to fly, like pay for their own tickets. I mean, they would pay for their tickets to go. But now the family's expected to pay for their ticket to go there, but receive yeah. a ticket to go to the game. Here's a ticket to the World Cup in Qatar. Good luck getting there. <laughs> Get there, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I'd be alright with that. Like, Come on, where where before they would actually fly you out and give you like more than like six tickets. Now they're only giving them two. I mean, and put them up for accommodation. Also talking about thirty six years ago, right? Like times have fucking changed. The economy has changed. It costs a lot more money to do that. If you're if you're referring to Soccer Canada giving out more tickets, the last time they they were in the World Cup, right? So. And 10 million bucks isn't that much money, man. In the grand scheme of things, it really isn't. So. No, and 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 let alone like them playing well. And like you said, friendlies, like that is going to drive up business for mm-hmm. uh, people going to the games. Okay, and, right. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense for the both of them doing this. I, I think, the, and the players, like I get what they're saying. They want to get paid to play, which they should. But there's also something called playing for your country. Country, right? for sure. So yeah. it's that that that's a big thing too. And this deal that the U.S. the soccer federation, the players got out was ridiculous. Like this is unheard of. This kind of a deal. And now Canada's trying to do it because even obviously at a lesser end, but they don't have the uh, the broadcasting rights that uh, the U.S. has that they'll be able to do over there in Qatar. So it's it's. To me, like, I like you, you. The best way would be just meet in the middle, thirty-five percent for the players, and then I, because I think the the grassroots programs is big. I know Peter doesn't seem to think so, but I, I, I think it it helps grow the sport more. Like, obviously, them playing helps more too. So, yeah, you can give it to their demands, but you also want to give uh, kids uh, or talented kids these facilities to work in and the competitions to be there for them. They are there. They, they're just trying to improve upon them. They're there today. Right. I'm not saying, okay, but yeah, they're trying to improve on it and money always helps. Yeah, but winning and appearing at the World Cup as a strong team helps more. Not and, to mention that you probably make more, if you win that first game or win a game in the World Cup, that's probably going to bring back way more money than this $500,000 that they're, they're griping about. Yeah, and like Canada's in a unique situation where a lot of the players that could play for Canada often have choices. They have dual citizenship. They can play for a separate country. We're a country of immigrants. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bad look to be being cheap with the money you're going to share with the players. Maybe the next fucking Alfonso Davies. I don't know if he's a proper example or not, but maybe he chooses to play for country B instead of Canada because he knows that Canada is going to be cheap. Like this is, this is a bad, bad look for soccer Canada. In my opinion. I don't know, man. Like they, like Canada's a 
like not U.S. wealthy, but they're a pretty wealthy team too. And a lot of these, where they're coming from, might not be as wealthy. That's why they're immigrating here. Maybe, but there may be some cases where you can choose to play for either Mexico or Canada. And maybe they're going to choose Mexico because they think it's going to be a better choice and Canada is going to be fucking cheap. They're going to not give my family tickets to fucking fly to Qatar or whatever. I don't know. I think it's a bad look. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, for sure. For It's a bad look for everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They need to be playing these games and like get prepped. Get your mindset. Kev, you hit it right on the nail there. Get your mindset. Don't worry about this cash at this point. Like to the hockey players, when they play in the Olympics, when they play in the World Cup of hockey, do they get any cash? No idea. Never, no, Never heard of any dispute. Right. No disputes. Right. So that we've heard of. So to me, that would say either the pay is good or they don't get paid and they don't give or a they're just happy with the percentage that is given. And, it's your country. I mean, right. You're, 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 you're money putting money that, that leaf on your, on your chest. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about in my mind. I think we're all on the same page there. Need to get, get playing soccer. All right. Who wants to take over the penalty box here? I mean, it's your story. You might as well. All right. I will definitely <laughs> grab it. No <laughs> takers. Got it. Who's in the <laughs> box? Who's in the box? <laughs> Who's in the box? Who's in the box? <laughs> Was this a new lead-in that I was unaware of to the penalty box segment? Just pretend I'm Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh. What's in the box? <laughs> so what is in the box is a couple of Mets. And it's Francisco Lindor and Max Scherzer. And Wait, didn't you say they were dumbass Mets before? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah our pregame, our pregame warm-up. I'm pretty sure you called them the dumbass. Dumbasses. Just, just call me out right away. Well, okay, <laughs> it's a New York team, so what, what big difference is there? Uh, so, yeah, these guys, these dumbasses, as I, as I did not say, or state in, in, in the live here, but I did definitely said right away. These idiots, dumbasses, um, dumbasses. Lindor. <laughs> Caught his uh, finger in a hotel door. And those doors are very heavy. Because <laughs> they're putting them up in decent places. So they're like a fire door almost. So it, it'll be, those things are really heavy. So he got his finger crushed. I think he only missed a game or so. And he, I think he's going to supposed to be back playing again. Um, his owner, the Mets owner, made quite the tweet. He said, Lindor just got hurt by a door. <laughs> hey oh, hey oh! That's pretty funny, actually. We're here all week. We're here all week. <laughs> yeah, quite the dad joke. <laughs> Put on. And then Scherzer, he was. Uh, I guess his dog ended up being hurt. Uh, they went on a run or something, and he hurt, uh, the dog hurt its leg. And he went to go try and touch it, and the dog said, fuck you, and bit him. Now, I wonder if the dog had a different color eye. Because I know Max Scherzer has a brown <laughs> oh and a blue God. eye. Every time. Oh, fine. Here we go. You love Look, we don't know. the number one. <laughs> what kind of dog was it? I mean, if, if, if some huskies, made... Some huskies have, you know, a blue and a brown eye. There's lots of dogs that have dual blue. eye colors, yeah, for right. sure. 
I wonder if just, you know, if Max did that just because he has a blue and a brown on it. So just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, that's not something I really care about. Come on, about Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should have anticipated him asking this question, but well, I just didn't care that much. Uh, the dog's name is Raph. Raph. Oh, you, you got the name, though. Yeah, yeah you got the name of the dog. <laughs> yeah, I got the name of the dog. I got a Raph. So Raph? Is that his name? Raffy. So there is, and it's a girl. Huh. So I didn't think that was a girl's name, but I really heard own. that name on a whole lot. Uh, yeah, to each their own. But uh, these guys are in our penalty boxes because these dumbass mats can't seem to not get injured. But it also alludes to a lot of baseball players uh, that have really weird injuries that happen. Didn't season. Robbie Ray fall downstairs last year? Yeah, he got, he got hurt. And then I think, uh, uh, I forget what Stroman did, but it was something stupid too when he uh, tore his ACL. And then last year, I think it was Jesus Lazardo punched a wall <laughs> because he lost in some Fortnite or Call of Duty or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there was a guy that was going in the pitcher in the playoffs and he punched something in celebration last year because they, they made the fucking playoffs and they he made the next round. He broke his hand and he couldn't help out. I can't remember who it was, but I do remember. Oh, yeah. Dumbass. That's yeah. a dumbass shell. These, these, these uh, baseball players need to be wrapped up in bubble wrap, it seems like. They, yeah, man. They keep doing they can, uh, big, dumb decisions and mistakes. <laughs> yeah, and the least uh, the least amount of contact sport. <laughs> they're, just, they're just super klutzy. I know. This the, the sport has cleaned up all the contact in it, too, and these guys are still getting hurt. Now it's super soft. Guys are getting hurt by doors. Doors and dogs. Dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> That's funny. All righty, Peter. Why don't you take us into... Let's, you know what, Pete? You should tell us who else is a dumbass this week. <laughs> it's me! <laughs> Sorry, Jess. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just thought that would be pretty funny. And no, I had that, was really that was way better. <laughs> Yeah, so the only challenge worth challenging today because there was another one that was just a wash because both guys were right, and we should have been a positive, right. but nah, we should have screwed on that. Yeah, got fucked over. Yeah, but at least I got one on the NHL guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Kevin got again. me. A, I again. thought it was again. It Kev, seems like uh, I think Kev should just take over the NHL. At this point. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> No, no, no. I want to get, you know, leave any more challenges. You take then over. I can, then I can start taking some back. All right. Um, maybe. Easy to sit on the sidelines. And Let's not get carried away here, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so I had said that the Tampa Bay Lightning's winning streak after losing a playoff game was 17 games. Uh, it sounds like it was, in fact, 18 games. No bueno. So Kev got a point. Peter lost a point. And our NHL bracket points are hitting the books this week, even though it's not done. Our brackets are done. There's enough separation there that all the uh, finishing spots are locked in. So, on the episode, Peter was a minus one for minus three on the season. Kevin was even for minus seven on the season. 
Jesse's plus two, plus seven on the season. Ooh. And Yosh is a plus one, five and a minus one on the season. With another two already in the bag. I should be fucking even today. You're you're positive though. You're positive as soon as probably next episode, maybe in the following. Maybe. No, but I mean, what I happened with the NHL? The you had uh, you picked the Avalanche to win, and then you didn't continue picking them. Yeah, I mean, I, I called the Avalanche <laughs> in, in this. I haven't sticking to your guns. Hey, man, you know we all we all make mistakes, but things change. Yeah, but I mean, but that but that Colorado wasn't a mistake. Does it, if Colorado still does it, I mean, you wouldn't have gotten a minus one here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been really embarrassing. I didn't get a minus one. I mean, I'm even. What are you talking about? You got a minus one in the bracket. Well, whatever. What else is new? I mean, not much. Exactly. <laughs> Always getting the minuses in those brackets. You and Pete. Yep. Actually, you're doing fine in basketball, Kev. You're doing real good in basketball. I, I can't uh, can't follow you on Go that. Boston. Fuck Boston. Boston. Go Tatum. Go table. <laughs> Still think somebody's got to challenge Pete. Oh, fuck. We're already past the scores. Damn it. Uh, uh, I already did, man. For what it's worth, I did look it up before the show. And Jerry West, the inaugural winner of the award, is the only other player, wow. or I guess the only player, to ever win he was the fishing. finals MVP and oh. not win the so, championship. So you look oh. shit. You look like you look shit like that up, but you still know. Look into the NHL. See, the NHL, I just fly out the seat of my pants because I kind of know what I'm talking about. I don't like a bad thing. Uh, all right. Comes off as an expert, but is not so much. <laughs> I just don't look anything up. I just fucking shoot, shoot in the head. Dang, you know? uh, fuck. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, so, Pete, you were the dumbass today. Uh, you're also today. the bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're the bitch as well. So why don't you start up with uh, how your drink was? Well, you're... after that loving introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I do love you. Though. I do love you. <laughs> My Broadhead Brewery Blueberry Blonde. See, B-B-B-B. if it if it was a stronger percentage, B-B-B-B. I wouldn't be able to say that. That's Great. true. <laughs> and it's a beer. My Broadhead Brewery Blueberry Blonde beer. It was very good. (laughs) It was was very good. Very good. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a it's 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 a weird flavor for a beer having blueberry in it, but it works. It works. I don't know if I'd do it again, but not bad, not terrible. Jesse, no. Okay, Kev. (laughs) No, he's like, no, don't take my. I'm. I'm here. Kevin, how was your beer? <laughs> I don't care who you go to. If you go to Jesse, put him in. Uh, too late. I went to Kev. Apparently, oh, it wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> You're Literally, the producer of the show. Right <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pedro. They're calling to the Collingwood Whites Bay, India. India, yeah, yeah. not Indian. Indian. Yeah. Out of At a 6.1. I liked it. I mean, it's something I haven't had on the show before. I mean, hence the reasons why I got it. It was good. See, Pedro, Jesse, how was your drink? 
Do we do we have an order? I I, I just I didn't, take know, I didn't know there was an order either. <laughs> I mean, he's editing anyway, so he's just gonna switch it all around. To <laughs> I could. <laughs> yeah, so I had the side launch, uh, Fifth Coast Hazy IPA. Very good with the camping and everything like that. Solid for six point four. Second place, only to Yosh, but. First yeah, this loser. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm just not a bitch. How's that? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you're you're within the bitches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, someone else is there. Someone else at the bottom. And they're, they're, someone else is there. There's three the of bottom, us all together, struggling in constantly. No, uh, there's in points and penalties. Bitch, there's vice bitch. There's champ, and there's vice champ. I like the steward. <laughs> no, we're not playing asshole. Here. No, no. <laughs> what are you calling an asshole? <laughs> uh, but champ, what do you want to tell us about your beer? Well, we all know that I'm the champ. I mean, you shirt even. Uh, I was going to say what, what? says we the champ, but it's we the north. Uh, it's we the north. north. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Close enough, bud. We were the champs in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good All year. right. Uh, other champion this week: Lake of Bay's Brewing Flight Plan Double IPA. It's got an 84 IBU, which means it's pretty fucking hoppy. It's a strong beer. Eight percent took the fucking championship today. Tasty, tasty beer. I liked it. Um, Finished it up uh, pretty much just on time, though. You know, didn't go crazy with it. Didn't have to crack open a backup this week, but he nursed it. No, it was a like, quick show. Like like a bitch. We're we're like at an hour and a half, boys. This is a quick show for us. Like holy, holy, holy. Settle down. Hang on. We got a couple more points that Kevin's got to get to before we finish this. So, so Scotty Barnes, you guys want to talk? <laughs> the three point line. And the hoop size. The hoops. It should change, damn it. Yeah. Kev, do you think that the pros in baseball should hit softballs? Be easier for home runs, right? No, it should be uh, using aluminum bats. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, anyway, we don't want to get into that <laughs> shit. Definitely not. So, I'm the champ. <laughs> That's all there is to say about that. Uh, reigning, uh, I guess... I was the rating MVP this week, but uh, we had to give it to somebody else. We didn't play golf. So, again, the, the talent level is a little subpar this week compared to last week. But, you know, uh, it's just me for my own boat. Sorry, Rafa. You're pretty awesome at to tennis. I'm Clay. Anyway, Not concrete. I'm going to shut up now. I got Not one asphalt. little thing. What? Not concrete or asphalt. Okay, yeah, we're trying to wrap play. this up. Oh, sorry, my, yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> We, you know what? We should have both got a point. These guys are fucking us. Yeah. We got fucked over. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's been washes before. So just calm down. Me and Jesse are going to collude next week. (laughs) There was no collusion, you fuck. (laughs) We're going to. We're just going to collude on something every week. I can't even spell collusion. How could I plan something like that? (laughs) It's not not like we were hanging out yesterday. Yeah. Oh, Oh, they're right there. Yeah, see? Red flag. Red flag. All right, you fucks. For all of you, for me, for everyone here at Points Penalties, I'd like to thank all our listeners for listening, all our viewers for viewing. Please subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, right about here. Uh, nope, other way, Kev. Oh, oh, yeah, there you go. No matter how you follow us, like us, 
subscribe to us, do it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at points penalties, all that good stuff. Until next week, guys, we're going to do this really good this week. Ready? Until next week, stay, stay out, out of the, the penalty, penalty box. box.